Welcome to Balancing Parent Life. This is your host, Allie. And today we're going to talk about natural disasters and emergencies and ways that we can plan ahead and get ready in case something like this occurs. Uh, This is near and dear to my heart because my family just recently went through the wildfires in California and there are more um, going on right now even. So these are some of the things that I learned, but a lot of these um, things I'm going to mention are all things that could go for any kind of of disaster, not just a wildfire, but also an earthquake, a tsunami, a tornado, a flooding, anything where you're going to have to maybe remove yourself from your home um, and things to think about. Number one would be staying calm. Our kids are going to remember this event for the rest of their lives, and whatever we do will imprint on them. So if we remain calm, it will not be as much of a fearful event as if we end up panicking, we're rushing around, we seem scared, they're going to be more scared. And not only is this important for during the event, but it will be important later on when processing through the event for your child. So the more calm that we can be, the better off we will we will be and our children will be, and especially later on down the road. The last thing that we want to do is imprint on our ch- children lots of fear where they're going to panic and then have to deal with those panicked feelings and have nightmares and whatnot later. So if we can prevent some of that, that would be amazing. Number two when we're leaving during an emergency and you have time, help your children pack their belongings and all of their special little things that they have to have. If they have that stuffed bear or that blankie, make sure that they have them. Check to see if they're if they're doing their clothing and they're putting all their clothing in. Depending on their age will be whether or not you pack for them or if you send them off to pack while you're packing your own things. But make sure you check. Otherwise, you may end up with like one sock and maybe a pair of underwear but no shirts or pants. In fact, I was talking to a dad just recently after the fires, and he had mentioned that in his panic, he grabbed a helmet, he grabbed four or five shirts, a jersey, but he forgot pants completely. So even as as adults, we'll sometimes panic and forget certain things that we may need. So just check your children's stuff, see if they have stuff. Uh, Number three, make sure that you have cash. I know that we're in a world where we all have credit cards and debit cards. However, if during an emergency setting, the power goes out, such as when we had our wildfires, we we didn't have any kind of way of pulling any cash out because the power went out. So keep that in mind that it's maybe harder for you to have money to be able to pay for your, for your food or whatnot, even if you leave the situation. So... And there's also the opportunities of some stores that may not have power at the time may open up and still use cash only. So having cash available, even $100 available at all times as for an emergency setting, would be something to think about having on you. Number four would be gas. I go by a quarter tank rule. And in an emergency setting, a quarter tank should get you far enough away from a natural disaster that you would be able to go and get more gas and hopefully have power and have um, a better situation. Um, The lines that can occur during a natural disaster at a gas station become almost to a point where people are panicking, they're fighting, they're waiting too long, they're, they're trying to get out of town. 
and it can cause some serious panic and it can also cause a lot of fights and maybe violence. So if you can avoid that by having enough gas to get out of that immediate situation and get away, that might behoove you as well. Number five is thinking about having our identification and birth certificates. Any kind of identification that we may need, vaccination records for our children, those types of things you may want. And if something was to happen to your home, that you wouldn't be able to get and replace easily. On that note, mementos and heirlooms. If there's anything that you want to grab that's small enough to grab at that time period, grab those as well. If you have some of these things all in one area that you can grab fairly quickly during a disaster, that would also be helpful so you're in a less of a panic. Medications. If your family has medications that they need, if they, if your children are, let's say, formula fed and they need to have their formula, or if there's something that they're going to need that you might not be able to get right away, such as if your doctor's office is closed and you need to have that prescription, you may want to go ahead and always have a week to two weeks worth of medication on hand so that you can not be without Make sure that we talk to our kids about meeting locations. That's a really, really important one as well. So if there is a situation where they are outside of the home and a natural disaster occurs, talk to them about where you want them to meet. When we make a fire plan, we always plan for, you know, if our house is on fire, we meet at the mailbox or meet at the tree or whatever it may be, but have a meeting place for your children so that, that they know what to do in an emergency setting. Um, talk about different types of emergencies with your kids. If you're living in an area that has tornadoes, you know, talk about finding shelter, what you can do in a situation, where to, you know, where to look for the signs where there may be a tornado shelter. Show them those signs and teach them early those things. The same with a tsunami area. Show your kids those tsunami signs that are posted and mention to them why they're there and what to do in an emergency when a tsunami hits and you know go to higher ground and and to look for areas where they could be safer and to get away from the shoreline um with fires we want to teach them obviously to get away but if it's a house fire you know get down below the smoke touch the door handles you know get out through a window so teach them all of those things that you want them to learn because us as our kids first teachers we they may not get those experiences in school the way that we think that they should you might as well teach them and know that they know it do the stop drop and roll with them you know plan ahead talk to your kids about arroyos and barrancas and um, ditches and why during a flash flood situation that they become dangerous those are all things that your kids need to know and then the, my final thing that I really want to mention is plan on your return. I had talked to another family recently after the fires, and one of the things that they had mentioned was one of the parents went back home first to check the house because they had no idea if their house would still be standing. And so plan ahead. Think about the situation. If you know that you're in an area that may have had a loss of homes, Keep that in mind. Prepare your children ahead of time before even entering your neighborhood. Tell them what they might see. You know, let them know that they may see buildings that have, you know, burned or buildings that during an earthquake may have fallen. 
let them know what to look for and also let them know any kind of dangers that may occur when entering a building, maybe after an earthquake or a tornado. Um, give them all of those types of information that they would need that they can stay safe. But when when planning to return, this will also help alleviate any fear because if they don't know that that could be a possibility, it's going to create more fear when they see it. And they're going to have a little bit more of an emotional response to it. And always keep in mind that our, our kids are little humans that are just like adults. They have the same emotions as we do. Sometimes they just don't know how to um, handle them as well as us adults do. So when they get upset, keep in mind that we may also get upset and we would have gotten upset or more upset about something. So um, I hope this helps you in some way. If you have any suggestions or things that I have forgotten, I would love to hear from you. If you're on Anchor, you can always message me and um, I hope you have a great day. And hopefully no emergencies will happen with you.